Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a global original podcast. We've got peonies in our garden. Peonies? Peonies. No, aren't they flowers? Yeah. Are they? Peonies are flowers. Oh. <laughs> I'm not joking, right? Charlie, my wife, is more bloody concerned about the peonies than me. I can't I can't have this conversation because peonies to me is a dick. Is it? Let me just check the spelling. <laughs> no, I know. Pe- <laughs> I'm sure it's not. But it's because we taught Ted the word penis and he took it as peonies. Oh, so right, he yeah. now calls his willy his peonies. Which other people think he's just naming flowers. It's yeah. fine. Oh, win-win. Peonies. Peonies. Little flowers. What colour are they? Pink. Um, when when Charlie found out that we... Because when we, we bought this house, what was it, about... What were we now? Almost a year ago? And then when she found out she had, she got, we, we've got peonies in the garden, she was she was ecstatic. Really? Yeah. Who, Charlie? Yeah. Why? I don't know. She likes the, the peonies. It's like her fourth child now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Don't Tell Mum Podcast. We are, we are here to deliver we the podcast. We've got loads coming up today, including mental health in fathers, which obviously is a big, big issue, hmm. a very important issue, and we're going to talk about that. Postnatal depression, anxiety in men, we'll, we'll cover all that. We'll have another confession as well very shortly can I quickly talk about something I saw online the other day yeah please do and it's from a woman that I follow on Twitter who is called at Emily Jane Clark I think she actually I think she's a writer for the MASH Report she's obviously a very funny lady you know that I love the MASH Report and she did this thing about date night now before I read this out I want to talk about your date night so date night when you're away from the kids and it's just you and your wife Jen how does it usually go down give me a very quick date night explanation Netflix and chill what about if you're going out out well, we'll get ready, and when I say that, I mean Jen will get ready. Two um, hours? Yeah. We're, we're slowly going down the throwback channel here, aren't we? Because I remember I told you about Bananarama and Fish and Chip Sex Friday, and you talked about... P-Fritter Friday. P-Fritter Sex Friday. So when you go out, out, what, what do you do? We have P-Fritter Friday. <laughs> Peter to Sex Friday. No, remember it was, it was the past. Banana Rama Fish and Chip Sex Friday. <laughs> no one has fish and chips anymore, Jay. It's all about the pea fritters. Uh, okay. If you don't get that, we uh, we referred to pea fritter Sex Friday. And Banana Rama. And Banana Rama in a previous episode, so it's definitely worth going. But back. which Banana Rama member was it? <laughs> You'll have to go and download and find out. But uh, yeah, no, what we Jen gets ready, we we go to the pub for a couple of drinks. Okay, let's this is the point where I'm going. Uh, so you go to the pub. Yeah. Yeah, so you're away from the kids. Yeah, if we're going out, out like the kids will be standing at my mum's house. Yeah, perfect. What what goes down from there? A few drinks. Yep. We pretend that we still have lots in common that doesn't revolve around the kids. Yep. 
<laughs> I hear you. I and then what? Well, then probably we'll just have a few more drinks. Like Jen, Jen's quite social. She'll try and meet people. So she's really chatty. And I like the last thing I want to do on a night out is talk to anyone. So she's like pulling people. <laughs> yeah. You're fun to go out with. Oh, can't be bothered. <laughs> what do you do? Just sit sit in the corner. I talk to Jen. <laughs> well, you don't like talking to other people. Yeah, oh no, you're gonna you're like one of those couples yeah. where you're really both still into each other. No, no, no. We're not like that kind because of, she's not. Oh. She wants to talk to everyone. <laughs> Are there alarm bells ringing here or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Opposites attract. She so she's trying to like get people into the conversation, right? And I'm like, oh, Jen. And then and then when they go, she's like, you were really rude then. And I was like, I just didn't want to talk to them. Okay, this is therapy. I didn't expect to go down this route. <laughs> and then um and then so what happens is we then probably move on to a nightclub. And she loves to dance, and I hate to dance. Right. Again, opposites attract. Okay. <laughs> so she's dancing. so you're sat on the speaker asleep, and she's raving with some eighteen year old. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have I have to have a lot to drink. Is that an eighteen year old who's got his top? off has got abs has got pecs yeah. and yeah. looks a bit like Brad Pitt in Fight Club yeah oh right exactly like that. alarm bells that happens <laughs> she went out with a friend the other day and someone someone at like that description tried to get off with her really yeah did she yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kissing's all right though, isn't it? I mean, I don't know the full story. I wasn't there, but her version was. Could you no, touch of in the jeans or outside the jeans? What's the what, what are the rules? <laughs> what's allowed? How um, they, to be honest, I don't even. In decent proposal, how mu- what's the maximum you would accept for a, for one night with your wife? Five hundred quid. Shut up! I'm, be, I'm being honest now. Come on, how much? How much oh, do you and Jen would agree on? Oh, millions. Really? Million. A grand? <laughs> no. A Ten million. grand? No. It's not a million. You d- right? It's if, not going to be a hundred grand. If for I, okay, if I said to you then, right, you wanted to you want to buy a house and it's three hundred eighty thousand pounds, yeah. And someone was offering you three hundred eighty thousand pounds for one night with Jen. Is it one night or one shag? Well, one night equals one. Okay, well it doesn't because that's just like five. Because you have the one because you have you have one. Then you, then you go to sleep. Then you you have one sort yeah. of. I mean, that's when you wake up and then you go to sleep again and then in the morning you have another one. That, yeah, that rarely with, with morning breath. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So you wouldn't three hundred eighty grand. Oh, I'd have to consult Jen. Okay, you see there's hope there. You see there's hope. <laughs> Have you got 380 grand? No, I haven't. No. So what, what are you wondering. going for? <laughs> anyway, uh, so back onto it. Yeah, there, there is a point of this. So then you go home and have drunk sex, probably. Yeah. Right, cool. Do you want any details of that? No, no, that's fine. No, that's just all right. Drunk, just drunk sex. Is the 18-year-old that she found in the nightclub with you, or is he still in the club? He's. I think he's in the club. Right, good. Just checking. Well, I think specifies it. I think it was a he or she. Well, hey, with abs, mind you, yeah, dude, it's twenty nineteen. I don't know. We can all have abs. We've yeah. all got them. Well, yeah, true. So this lady Emily on Twitter talked about date night, and your date night sounds completely different to this. <laughs> and this is how my date night would go. Okay, date night tonight. We are free. No bums to wipe. No mouths to feed. Just you and me. We should go out, run naked in the rain, make love on a train or something. But we don't. We drink wine in our pajamas and look at pictures of the children on our phones like idiots. That is so. What the very first time that we had yeah. our first night out was a curry house. Charlie's parents, the grandparents, came over, and we thought, oh, this is, we, we were so looking forward to it. Oh, we're out. We're out. Out. No kids. Thank God, no kids. Got there. Didn't really say that much. Just talk about the kids. And talked about the kids and looked at pictures on our phones. I'm like, come on! That is exactly... But I was as bad. We were both as bad as each other. Oh, look at this video here. Oh, look at the way he says cheeky. Cheeky. (laughs) (laughs) And he can't say J. He says gay. Gay! (laughs) That's deliberate. (laughs) Hey!
Uh, anyway, should we get on to the confession? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Although you've confessed quite a bit already. I had another one then, Bob. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> what? It's on similar themes, but the kids were there. We were having... What? Basically, we had, a, we had quite a good weekend just gone yeah. until I got caught flirting with the waitress in Nando's. Not the waitress, right? <laughs> Not the waitress. Though. So you were flirting with the waitress in Nando's? Apparently. Do so you Jen's version of events Openly going. admit you were flirting? No. So when certainly what, not on this public podcast. What did she see, which she thought you know was flirting? Well, you can be the judge of this. Actually, okay. Here we go. I'll write in. This has been my confession, whether you judge me or not. Right. We're all at dinner, and the waitress brings over our starter. I mean, who has a starter in Nando's anyway? But that's a starter. Full stop. Whoever starter is pita and hummus. Yeah. Right? And Jen likes the pita really crispy. Okay. So she said to the waitress, who was quite nice looking. So was she hot? She was hot. Was she lemon and and herb, mango and lime, or was she the medium one? I don't know what the medium one is. Piri piri. Oh, you're talking about sauces. Yeah. How hot was she in an, oh. on a Nando scale? Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> How many chilies? Three or four? Five. Five? I was going to say pea fritter sexy. Right, I got you. <laughs> but, but, uh, anyway, so Jen said, oh, can I have that cooked again, please? And the waitress, very nicely, said, yeah, yeah, sure, no problems. And as she walked off, I just looked her in the eye and went, thanks, and gave her a nice smile. Jen was like, what was that? And I was like, what was what? I was just saying thank you to the waitress. And she was like, you're flirting. I was like, I wasn't flirting. I was just saying thanks to the waitress. She said, never have you ever said thank you to the waitress <laughs> before in that where when she's been talking to me yeah yeah would you have said thank you in a similar way no way if it was me in a wig no way exactly so you were flirting you just admitted it yeah yeah you gave her a nice there's got to be middle ground between you and a wig and a sexy waitress in nando's no (laughs) i think you should treat all waiter and waitresses the same why um, is one getting special treatment? Because she's four chilies pea fritter hot. So you've just, you've just admitted it. <laughs> you were flirting. If that was flirting... <laughs> you've got high-pitched. If, that if you w- go high-pitched, you know you're if, lying. If that was flirting, then I need... Then I'm out of, obviously out of practice. Right. Sounds like I need to go to Nando's more. <laughs> she was fit. <laughs> See that? <laughs> right, confession. Welcome back to The Professional. This week's email is from Anon. I think that means anonymous. It's not actually his name. Uh, And here's a six-year-old boy. I'm going to read it out. (laughs) No. So this is what he says. Dear JK and Al, this confession is going to get me busted as I know all concerned listen to your podcast and are going to know this is about me. Still, I'm going to hide my name and hope that I'm not recognised even though I do want your forgiveness. Wow, he is running the gauntlet. Good to know that there's lots of people listening though. I've heard the previous confessions in your podcast and I think I qualify to be forgiven. Here goes. When I was a boy, my dad taught me to skim stones. I've just started teaching Ted that. What are we laughing at? Carry on. No, what's funny? That's funny. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Can we please try and get through a podcast without you farting? Chris gave me coffee. That's what happens. It's hard to even hit your stomach. No, it goes straight through me. Well, I hope, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I actually hope it's turning into gas and that's what's coming out. Otherwise, we've got serious issues. It doesn't smell, though. It does smell. It doesn't. Oh, Jesus. Okay. 
When I was a boy, my dad taught me to skim stones. It's not particularly hard and not like it's all I do all day, but it's nice to watch a stone skim off the water when you go to the beach. Oh, it's nothing better. Me and dad used to spend time waiting for a space between the waves to try a flat stone and see how many bounces we could get. There's got to be a lot of dads listening who can empathise with that. I've been, I'm doing that with Ted at the moment. What, skimming stones? Yeah, teaching him to skim stones. Yeah, but it's when they do one, you're a bit disappointed with them, aren't you? You know what I mean? You should at least do three on the first go. Oh, for me, yeah, 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 but not for Ted. If Ted can get one, it's like, yeah. Nah, it's not good enough. (laughs) Since my dad passed not so long ago, I wanted to pass the lesson on to my boy of six so we could enjoy the odd afternoon doing the same. The picture of me teaching my son to skim stones was different in my head to what actually happened. We got to the beach not far from our house. It's a short beach, close to the car park, and at high tide, there's not much space to walk. I start showing my boy which stones to choose and how to hold them. I throw a couple and they skim a couple of times before sinking. The boy can't get the hang of it though. He's just plopping to the water and he's getting more and more frustrated. Well, after a few attempts, my neighbour passes by walking his dog. We have a brief hello and then he keeps on walking and I go back to throwing stones. As the neighbour walks away from us, my son picks up a pretty large stone and spins himself around, pretending to be like an athlete spinning to throw a discus. He lets go of the stone in completely the wrong direction and it flies off towards the car park behind us. We hear a metallic thunk and I shout to my boy that we need to go over to the car park to see what happened. There is my neighbour's brand new BMW, a retirement present to himself and the only car he ever bought, new, as he told me many times, with a large dent in the wing and the offending stone on the floor beside. It's got to be around 500 quid to fix that and I'm really conflicted with what to do. In the end, I say we're leaving and make out that I'll tell our neighbour when he comes home, although I never did. In fact, the neighbour told me about how he found the damage to his car and that he's made a claim with his insurance company because of vandalism. (laughs) He thinks it's just teenagers mucking about that caused the damage. I do feel guilty about this, but I can't afford to pay the damage outright. It's not his fault and he shouldn't have to pay, but I didn't know what to do. Accidents happen and my boy thinks that I told the neighbour, so he got the right lesson that you should be honest. Am I forgiven? Anon. Juicy. You see, whilst listening to this, a total accident. You know, there's there's nothing you can do about that, and it's it's all it's such a lovely story. You know how um, you know his father's passed away, and he remembers the memory, and he wants to pass it on to his kid. It's all lovely, and then him spinning up to throw like what he thinks is a discus. Again, all lovely. My problem here is, yes, I understand he had to tell um, his son that he said that he told his neighbour. I get that because that's the that's morally the right thing to do. But I would now be on edge constantly when I see the neighbour and I'm with yeah. my son. He's going to go. Gonna hey, guess what happened? <laughs> he is blatantly, and that's what I think you should. I, I know, I know what he's trying to do, but you shouldn't have done that. If if you weren't going to tell your neighbour, then just just don't say anything. Full stop. Yeah, I'll sort it. Yeah. It'll be sorted. That's what you should have said. I'll sort it. Done. But also, is honesty not just the best policy? And if he's on good terms with his neighbour, couldn't he just say, hey, mate, the kid's just touched a stone and he didn't mean to. But but he hasn't got the money to to pay for the car. Yeah, yeah, but there's ways around that. How? Well, put a claim in, the insurance. Yeah, but then then, then my insurance is going to go up. I'm not promoting insurance (laughs) fraud. 
I'm just saying, my insurance will go up. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> or he could uh, like work it off, or set up like a like five pound a week. Like he's his mate. It's his. It's his. Oh yeah, the son, son could. He could actually. He could. Yeah. Um, no, no. What he could do is he could send his son out. So any odd jobs the yeah. son could do around his neighbours. Yeah, send up the chimney or <laughs> yeah. cut the grass or something. <laughs> Mow the lawn. Well, I was thinking, time, but up the chimney's a bit rash, but you know. It's about time these kids <laughs> yeah. learn, learn what days hard work was. Exactly, yeah. Thinking about it, that's that's old school. Yeah. He's going back to the memory of skimming stones. That's, what I that's what he should have done. Yeah, six years old. He did it, right. He's yeah. only six, but he did it. He's promised to do any sort of odd jobs you want around the house. 100% that's what he should have done. Pass the buck. Yeah. He should have grasped up his son and let his son deal with the consequences or or <laughs> I would have said to to my son what is it you want the, the most in the world right now okay I want a PS4 right fine I'll buy you a PS4 which is 200 quid but you're going to have to go and tell your neighbour <laughs> <laughs> that you've ruined his brand new retirement car yeah yeah see there's lots of options there Anon lots of options I think you need to I, I think I need to know more about the neighbour and what sort of temperament he is is he, is he like my neighbour who is old and bitter now and <laughs> literally complains if one one branch or one leaf overhangs her fence jeez let's hope that she's not listening to this podcast I don't give a <laughs> shit <laughs> she is a right cow <laughs> She is. My neighbours are really lovely. Just, just saying. That's not what you said to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. We forget. I don't. I don't think I forget. I mean, I don't think I do forgive him. I think he could have. I think he should be honest. Accidents happen, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'd say. That's what I'd say to him. The man, he's six years old. He was. He was just chucking stones. Do I have to give verdict on this one? It's quite a difficult. Yeah, one. Get off the fence, man. Oh. Get splinters in your ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, not forgiven. Yes. Is that is that unanimous? Are we both, did you say wow? Yeah, not forgiven. Not forgiven. Not forgiven. Be honest. If you want to send us your confession, you can. Uh, you can go to thedadsnet.com. There's a little bit there. That you'll see. You'll find it. It's easy to see because loads of people are doing it now. Yeah, we had a we had a great one come in this week. This made me laugh. It's from Rania. That's how you pronounce it. And it says this confession. I am a single mum and parenting life coach who confesses to enjoying listening to your fabulous podcast. Yes, <laughs> now that's a confession. Um, you are forgiven. Brilliant, brilliant confession. I am discovering how refreshingly honest and upfront you dads are about how it is, how difficult it is to parent. The Father's Day episode had me hysterically laughing in the car like a mad woman. Yes. There you go. Yes. So, um, yeah, yeah, if you want to get in touch, it's dadsnet.com forward slash confessions. And the mums are spying on us. They are. They are stalking us. They are. Are we? like that if we crack the mum market we're done (laughs) don't tell your mum though so we're all looking forward to the summer holidays yeah loads of quality time with our children yeah loads of time loads I mean loads of time like 24-7 like loads of quality can't wait yeah this week's edition of Kids Are Dicks do you want to go first or well do you know what we've got the summer holidays coming up bearing down on us it's six weeks sometimes over six weeks in fact if you're in private school it can be up to ten weeks if what if you're in private school dude it's just just me and you here (laughs) I'm just saying that some of our listeners are the bones of our (laughs) arse some of our listeners may have children anyway it's a long time (laughs) you have to entertain your kids oh and Charlie's worried about it already she's already panicking I know it's I don't know why I don't know why they do it but I want to start off by saying kids kids are dicks right yeah but at the moment I'm thinking whoever decided upon six to ten weeks of school holiday is a dick yeah so we're not blaming the kids anymore then I'm I'm blaming the kids like (laughs) authorities are dicks (laughs) yes they are the local authorities Um, what's wrong with you so you can have quality time with your child no I tell you what also is a bad thing about it 
<laughs> and that is that this is from a teaching point of view yeah you're an ex-teacher I'm yeah. an ex-teacher so I'm speaking from personal qualified professional status here when the kids come back they've regressed and so no word of a lie but you will spend the first month of September relearning things that you learnt at the end of the year before yeah what is the point <laughs> Do they come back like, you know, crazy baby orangutans? Yes, because I've been feral for the last six weeks. Literally feral. The only thing that's improved is the, their telling of the time. And that's because mum or dad has said, yeah, you can go out and play at the park, be back by two o'clock. Shit, that doesn't, does that happen anymore? I think that happened in the 80s, didn't it? Still happens. Are we too scared to do that now in case, you know, they get into trouble or gangs or... Well, I suppose for some, yeah. But it's good. I suppose they, they learn to tell the time because yeah, that's they're always going... Uh, uh, Mum, Dad, when am I going back to school? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. The kids get bored themselves. Oh, they're so bored. Like, w- w- in four weeks, they'll be like, oh, I just want to go to school. I'm what? fed up of my dad. He's a right dick. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've probably got Dad's a podcast. Are dicks. Dad's a dick. <laughs> Dad, do my head in. Uh, yeah. yeah you tell, your son, Ted, and my son, Noah, Dean. Dad's a dicks. Yeah. <laughs> New podcast out oh, there. You know, That'd be good, wouldn't that. it? I'm going to ask Ted. I'm going to film him saying, well, I might change the word dick because Jen probably wouldn't be happy with me <laughs> allowing him to use that word in that context. Well, she might be very happy in that context. Ducks. Did you say ducks? Ducks. Dad, dad's the ducks, right? Yeah. And I'll see what he says. Like, da- What's the worst thing about your dad? What, um, anything else been, you know, peeing you off this, this week? Uh, out of the weekend, he kicked off because I said, keep your socks on. Right. He went mental. Why? I don't know. Ask him. So is that the end of that story? <laughs> yes, yeah, that is the end of the story. And I feel better for letting it out. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one. So uh, we went to Greece for our family holiday. I don't know, what was it, three, four weeks ago? And um, I went. we went shopping. No, it was actually been really, really good. So I said, look, you can you can have a toy because you've been really good. And he was like, all right, okay. So me and Noah went off to go and buy said toy. And we went to uh, like this this Greek toy shop. It was Kefalonia we went to. <laughs> And, uh, Real quality, <laughs> quality toys. So there were two, and he's really into Spider Man at the moment. So there were, two, there were two, there were two Spider Men, and one was like 15, 15 euros or something. And I was like, oh, fifteen euros for a Spider Man? You know, I'm just like, because oh. he's gonna play with it for like five weeks, then he'll be bored of it. And he wants the next thing. You couldn't even reach the whole six weeks of the holidays playing with it. I know. Five I like, weeks. Oh, anyway, so it was the only thing there because it wasn't the best toy shop in the world. So I said, okay, fine. You're not having anything else this, this holiday. This is it. He's like, yes, daddy. That's fine. Yes, daddy. Went to the counter and this, this lovely Greek guy, the, the Greeks love kids. I mean, they are, they love them. I love Greece in general because it's beautiful, but their, their love for the kids is amazing. And um, he was like, um, I was like, 15 euros though. <laughs> Typical Brit complaining. <laughs> he was like, he was like, ah, how about this one? Goes under the counter and he's got this very generic Spider-Man, which doesn't say Spider-Man on it. <laughs> it's obviously a copy and it's only four euros. <laughs> Spider-Mon. <laughs> so you bought your son a Spider-Mon. So I bought Spider-Mon and put said 15 euros Spider-Man back on the shelf. Do you know what? That Greek bloke is probably on some podcast in Greece saying, I really like uh, the English. It's a lovely place, but the parents just hate their children. God, they're naive. They wouldn't even spend 15 euros on a Spider-Man. You had to buy Spider-Mon. So I bought Spider-Mon. And uh, within, oh no, so then I told Charlie, my wife, I said, look, I told her the whole story that it was supposed to be this much, but he gave me this one. She's like, oh, that's really good. But you know, the, you know, the rule usually is buy cheap, buy twice. I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. So we get back to the villa and all of a sudden, within two minutes, Spider-Man's arm has fallen off. <laughs> 
<laughs> one arm Spider-Mon. So, so Spider-Mon um, is, <laughs> is a little bit sort of, he's, he's a casualty. Noah's crying. So I was like, all right, look, 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 don't worry. And it's it's broken. You know, the only way that you can do it is glue it back on. And it would, his arm wouldn't move anymore. It would be a stationary arm. <laughs> so Spider-Man would be sort of slightly, not, as, not as mobile as he was. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to spin. So uh, I was like, look, okay, look, we're going back to this place in a couple of days. I'll get you that one then. He's like, all right, daddy. Okay, everything was fine. So we buy the other one. So he's got Spider-Man and he's got Spider-Man. Anyway, yesterday, Spider-Man is still going with his one arm and uh, Spider-Man is doing well but Luna my daughter has got Spider-Mon now Noah claims that Spider-Mon is the baddie now and real Spider-Man is the goodie so I, start, I thought oh. I'm, just, I'm just saying I think we're probably pretty close here to rewriting the next Marvel <laughs> film like we're pretty close so anyway I decided that Luna deserves a bit better than Spider-Mon one arm Spider-Mon so I've glued the arm back on and it's good it's, it's Gorilla Glue so it's going to stick you know, it's not going to go. Ain't no four-year-old so, going to ruin that. Exactly. So now Luna's got Spider-Man and Noah's got Spider-Man. They can play baddies and goodies. Yeah. Anyway, Noah kicked off massively because Spider-Man is not a baddie anymore because he's got two. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he literally, like, for two hours was crying. Wow. So 19 euros and a tube of Gorilla Glue later. Yeah. Your kid's kicking off. <laughs> cost me 100 euros yeah, yeah. yeah do you know what just don't buy it in the first place just leave it what leave is the it, point that's why kids are yeah, dicks you can't win just let them kick off at the start oh what? flipping heck yeah. seriously though Spider-Man Spider-Man's features you heard it so here first all of the, uh, the you know, on his body like the outfit the webs it's all it's, it's all rubbed off <laughs> so he's like literally just this red plastic <laughs> character they're the things that we treasure though aren't they oh years to come that'll be the one toy that's in your loft you go yeah do you remember that Spider-Man. Yeah, four euros from the looky-looky man in Greece. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and then poor Spider-Man is in pieces in yeah. the garden. <laughs> Ted did this thing the other day, right? It's not dickish to me, but it is to his mum, right? So we, we were with some friends and we were outside of a restaurant. Hungry Horse. No, not Hungry Horse. Uh, what's the all-you-can-eat roast dinner place? Toby Carvery. Toby Carvery. Oh, oh. It was the first one I've ever had and it was amazing. Anyway, we were sitting outside Toby Carvery. Don't go early because the old people queue. Oh, good to know. Tip. Mm. So we was outside and uh, Jen was entertaining Ted and his friends, same age, and they were getting some petals off of a flower and they were sprinkling it like this. And, uh, and Jen said, oh, it's, it's like a wedding, like a wedding. And his friend says, oh, you could marry your mum like this. And Jen said, oh, what would it be like to marry mummy to Ted? And do you know what his reply was? No. Disappointing. <laughs> Swear, honestly, that's reason. Did you say, Ted, you read my Swear. mind? <laughs> she said, did you cue him up for that? I was like, no. Did you, did you add on to it? Disappointing and not much sex. Yeah. Disappointing, <laughs> no sex. I mean, you're absolutely right, Ted. Tired, emotional. Yeah. I thought it was going to be great. And actually, it's very disappointing. <laughs> you've, Ted, you've nailed it. <laughs> it was brilliant. Though. Where does he get? Where do they get this sense of humour from? Just to take the piss out of their parents. Their parents? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Must be from me. You. Maybe he's overheard a conversation where I said, Jen, I'm really disappointed for marrying you. Is he, is he chat- I'm not. <laughs> is he the kind of guy, is, is he the kind of kid that would smile at a Portuguese chicken restaurant waitress? <laughs> yeah, he 
would. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. actually does it. He does that. Does go all coy, and then, and then he does that thing. Say, would you kiss her? He goes all coy and, and points at someone and goes, "Daddy, would you kiss her?" And oh, this yeah. particular one, you were like, "Absolutely, yeah. don't tell yeah. your mum." <laughs> she's four chili pea fritters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's she, a new there's a new hashtag. She's like not that. lemon and herb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Where do they get these sayings from? They're absolutely brilliant, aren't they, kids? Oh, vented. I do feel better actually. I feel better. Yeah, beer. <laughs> yeah, might, well, I might not go home now. Actually, no, I've got to go back. <laughs> I told her I'd be back in like five minutes. <laughs> so coming up shortly, we're going to be talking about uh, men's mental health and the serious issues around it because it's a massive. It is a massive thing for mm. a lot of dads. So we mentioned this at the start of the podcast. We're going to talk about um, mental health in fathers, you know, postnatal depression, anxiety in men, because, well, y- you, Al, have, y- you've you've seen a lot of this, especially with, with the dad's net, because the dad's net is there for this sort of discussion and this sort of help, and as we know, um, sharing is caring. Yeah, you wouldn't even believe it, how many... <laughs> you wouldn't even believe, believe it. it. <laughs> you know, you really wouldn't believe how many times this comes up on a daily basis. Yeah. And it can be anything from, you know, dads just simply struggling with work-life balance, and that's kind of stressing them out, all the way through to suicide. Mm. We had one guy, um, and I won't obviously share any names, we had one guy who left a suicide note in that the Dadsnet community. Uh, it was, um, uh, this is what I'm going to do, life's just got too hard, too much. And then he left his will, so he then said, I would like my house and my finances to go to, and, and kind of left, all, it was basically like a, a suicide note with, with his will in. And um, what's great about Dadsnet is that people actually then, like, jump on it like yep. it, like hundreds of people kind of comment saying hang in there man like, I was there last year like they just kind of talk about all you know and really kind of come around and support him but interestingly this guy I reached out to um, actually it wasn't me what happened was uh, one of our admins he was in America one of our admins was up at 2am contacted his local sheriff's department mm. and said this is what's happened uh, this is what he said can someone just go around and, and check on that and they put it on their list it wasn't an emergency but they put it on their list they did go around he was fine right then what happened was he came into the community the following day or, or a day or two later and, and he said, that, thanks for all your support, but basically I'd stayed logged into my Facebook and someone had, um, had done that for me. It's like a joke, as a prank. You know, they, just, they just jumped on my Facebook account and they did that as a, as a joke. It was, it was a prank. Mm. I, no, that's, that wasn't me at all. And, um, and we kind of thought, oh, okay, we'll, we'll kind of take it for what it is. But it did didn't really add up to yeah. me and some it's of the other specific. guys. Really specific, and and also it's, that's not a great joke. Like, no. you, if you if you're going to do that, you'd like write a really fancy yeah. JK's mum. Like yeah. that's what I'd yeah. write if I was on. I've slept with Al's mum. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> my God, that was low. Whoa. <laughs> don't know. I shouldn't definitely shouldn't speak about my mum. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Let's take that out. She, I don't think she listens to the podcast. I think she's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shaking no not keeping that in hot that's mum. gold Al's hot mum <laughs> anyway back on track <laughs> so um, but then what happened was two months later he sent me a message and he said Al a few months ago I put in that I was going to commit suicide uh, and all the dads net dads started commenting and uh, someone rang the local show and they came round and since then I've just slowly improved my mental health at the time I completely denied it and I said it wasn't me I said it was a friend making a joke but it was me and all of that support saved me from committing suicide and have 
put me on the path to where I am now. And he's still around today, so we still Amazing. chat now. And, I mean, there's, there's lots of things going on. The one is that it's very real. Suicide is the largest cause of deaths for men aged between 20 and 45, most common, um, which, is, which is awful. So there's the big issue there of suicide. But there's also the issue of the fact that he completely denied it. Yeah. And he felt like there's no way I could admit to this. And there is that whole, that's where this stigma comes from, that dads will not share what they've got going on in their life. And because they won't share, they will they commit suicide or they'll just go down and down and down into depression or anxiety. And the point of this story is that the dad did share. And although he denied it afterwards, <laughs> I share, I'm not going to share. He did share. And although he denied afterwards, that is what saved him. Well, the fact that numerous people came to his rescue yeah. and just to chat or just to say, come on, you yeah. know, I've been there and, yeah. And that's the thing, that no one was a specialist. No one is a, was an expert psychiatrist who led him through hours and hours of counselling. But sometimes that's not what you need. Exactly. Sometimes you need someone to be in the similar situation as you. I don't know, maybe you're a dad and you've got two kids. Well, if another dad comes in who's got two kids and they're about the same age and you've been through exactly the same sort of stuff and you can say, just hang in there. You know, it will get better. Yeah. You know, obviously, I don't know what this, the, the certain subjects are, but if it's if you're sleep deprived, or if your wife's going through a hard time, or whatever, or if it's illness or whatever, but if you've gone through it and you can pass judgment and you can say, look, from first hand experience, you know, you can do this. I did it. I can get through it. That's what you need. Yeah. And I do think that the whole thing about dads bottling stuff up and not chatting about stuff is still a big issue. Yeah, it is a big issue. But from running Dadsnet, I've learned that it is nothing to do with the fact that dads don't want to or can't. Is it what's expected? It's it's partly expectation. And also, where do they? Yeah. Like, realistically, where does a dad have a chance to offload kind of your innermost insecurities, right? real kind of deep stuff that's going on? Where can he do that? Because he can't do it at work. He can't do it with his wife. That's You should do it, but it's very difficult to... Your mates, well, you lose a lot of your mates when you become a dad. You lose your social circle. Where, where do you do it? And I think that's part of the problem. And that's why through Dad's Net, you know, all we're doing is giving a forum. We're just giving a space for dads to go, man, life's shit today. If, if, even if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're feeling anything that we've just been talking about, the only way that I can explain it is that the Dad's Net genuinely is the most amazing forum. Because even before, you know, before I knew of the dad's net or before I met you or, or whatever it was, I fortunately had, I went to, I went to NCT. So NCT stands for national child training. Ah, maybe basically it's when <laughs> it's when the first time parents get together yeah. and you're taught about how to look after a baby and given advice and stuff like that. And I found fortunately out of seven couples, including us, six, six couples we're still friends with. That's amazing. You know, that amazing. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. And six dads who we went out last Thursday, yeah. you know, and went out for beers and stuff. And I know that we can all chat together, but not everyone has that. Yeah. So you know, this is this is something yeah. which is it's, incredible. It's partly because you have so much common ground. Mm. Like if I say, well, you're I'm, in it together. You're throwing yeah. in it together, aren't you? If I say I'm sleep deprived and I can't talk to my wife about it because she's also sleep deprived and work is stressing me out and. I don't know what I'm going to do with this tiny little child's life. Like, the whole responsibility now is massive. I've got no time for myself. If I say that to you, you're going to go, yeah, man, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. If I said that to someone else, they'd be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No. Here's some, here's some, good, here's some important stats. Okay. Right? So firstly, very, very recently, it came out that new dads in the UK 
are the most stressed in the world. Right. So something about being a new dad in the UK is be is more stressful than being a new dad in America, Australia, or Canada, or wherever. Which I think is amazing. Yeah. One in four men is affected by mental health. That's hugely high. Yeah. Uh, and one is one in eight is actually diagnosed with mental health, which means that half of those suffering are going undiagnosed. Yeah, this one is extraordinary because how much do you hear about mums having postnatal depression? Mm. Like everywhere you look. Yep, one in ten dads will suffer from postnatal depression. I can to- I totally get that. I can totally see that. But how many? How many would say I'm suffering from postnatal Probably, depression? Probably, sadly, not many. It's amazing. Around three quarters of suicides in the UK were male. Right, it's hugely high. We've talked about that. Um, I mean, it's, it's colossally high. Is it good right now for us to to chat about stuff which may have affected us or not, or affected us, but we haven't we haven't talked about it up until now? Maybe. Oh yeah, man. Or, I've got, if you get me going, I'll be here for an hour. Well, we haven't got much time, so uh, <laughs> let's let's crack on. But I, right now, even after having two children and my oldest is four, I still daily daily stress about making sure I can keep you know, a roof over our head. And I say me, but I know it's a we, me and my wife, Charlie. She also works. But equally in this situation, you kind of think to yourself, you you will naturally, I think, take it, take the burden on yourself. And Charlie will do the same. You know, she I know she lies awake at night worrying about accidents that might happen to our children, which haven't happened yet. Yeah. You know, I understand that we all think about different stuff. But for me, the thought about having to, you know, constantly now make sure we have a roof over our head. We have money for food. Yeah. We have... I don't know, money so I, we can treat the children to maybe toys or even holidays, simple yeah. things like that. But it changes, doesn't it? Because if it weren't for the kids, I'd be like, oh, I'll be all right. Yeah. I'll find someone to sleep. As soon as, that, <laughs> as, soon as the, you know, that little bundle of joy or bundles of joy are here, then you've got responsibility. You've got yeah. to keep them alive. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's that plain and simple. It is literally that simple. You know, we are now making sure we are keeping not just ourselves alive. Yeah. But our offspring. We, so we've had seven miscarriages now, mm. uh, which I know I've touched on before. But after the first one, uh, was it the first one? I mean, they all blur into one, to be quite honest with you. But after one of them, you know, my, I took on the role of I want to be strong and supportive and help Jen and make sure she's comfortable. She's the one physically going through it, so I'll be there for her. Never said a word about me. And it just went on like that for a long time. And then there was one time where we were both on the stairs. I don't know why we must have been going out or something, but we were both on the stairs. And she just said, how, how's, how are you doing? Now, not, she didn't ask, how are you doing about the miscarriages? She just said, how you doing? Just, how you doing, Jim? Yeah. I just burst out crying. Right. Like, I don't cry very much, but I just burst out crying. And I said, Jen, this is just so shit. Like, I feel, I feel, I feel absolutely awful. I'm grieving here. And I don't want to say that because I know you're grieving too. But in that moment, number one, it brought us closer together. Yep. Number two, it was actually one of the best things that she could have heard because up until then, she was like, why isn't he, why isn't he grieving? Or why isn't he sad? Or why isn't he upset? Why is he not feeling what I'm feeling? Exactly. But I was, I just didn't show it or tell her. And so in that moment, I learned a completely new way of learning how to deal with something that was going on. Yep. And if I hadn't have done that, I just would have never, just would have carried it around. Yeah, but you might have gone downhill because of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might have suffered from mental health. You yeah. might have suffered from that anxiety yeah. and that depression. Yeah, completely, completely. So yeah, I, know, I, I, I totally understand that. Because yeah. I think, you know, when you go through something like that, but any sort of bad situation, as a couple, you want to know that the other one's A-okay, yeah. which is the first thing, and that they are, you know, th- there is a sort of common ground where you are feeling stuff, and if yeah. you are feeling stuff, I want you to be able to tell me. Yeah, completely. I mean, parenting throws things at you daily 
that you hourly yeah <laughs> that you've just had got no understanding of like even things where Ted's just getting older like that is fucking hard to deal with because he's getting older he's you know he's never going to be two again and I want him desperately to be two or six months or just born even even just that concept like com- completely throw me into a world of ah yeah and that's the and that's the thing like parenting is one of those things in life that just constantly throws stuff at you and you have to deal with it and if you don't if you don't talk about it don't share about it don't share it with mates your partner whatever then it will start taking its toll I kind of just thought it'd be useful I know we're running out of time just to share some things that if you are going through, you know, poor mental health, whether it's depression or anxiety or stress, whatever, it's some things you can do to try and yeah, absolutely. help yourself and yeah. get yourself out of that groove. So the first one I, I would recommend is that you're not alone. Like just be aware that there are other people going through the same or very similar or have been through it. And by getting connected to a community of dads like Dadsnet can just be a massive support. Mm because there are other people in there who have been there, done it, they've got the t-shirt and they're probably going through it right now and you, just having that is is crucial. Second thing is talking about your feelings. Like, you know, even if you just find one person that you can talk to, better than no one. The third one, eat well. Exercise. Uh, evidence suggests that good nutrition is essential for our mental health. That's why I'm eating so much, to protect my mental health. That's why I'm telling Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you eating the right stuff, though, Al? That's yeah. what I'm asking. Mackey D's? Okay. There's some lettuce on it. Yeah. Sure it does say eat well. It does say eat as much as you possibly eat can. Eat well. Um, number four, stay, just stay aware of your alcohol consumption. Yeah. Massive thing. Cause it's a depressant. It's a depressant. Yeah. Take time out, like, if you can. Yeah, take me time. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just a few minutes a day. Well, again, I know we talked about it earlier, like, date night. It is, it is essential for you to have some time yeah. by yourself or with your partner and remember who you were before kids. Yeah. And I know that obviously sometimes not everyone has the, has grandparents or babysitters, but just if there's a friend that can do it, yeah. anyone, I mean, literally anyone that you trust, absolutely. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Keep active, like you said. Exercise. exercise is so important. Ask for help. Like don't, be, don't be afraid to say, can I just speak to you on the phone for half an hour? Just yep get this off and then and then read more about mental health and like we all these i'm reading them off of dad's net website so if you you know go to the website and just type in mental health there's loads of articles on there but read up about it and you'll find you're not alone as well absolutely dadsnet.com and that concludes this podcast episode wow that was probably like the longest period of time we were serious to date but it was necessary it wasn't it oh, it's, it is 100% it is necessary so important to yeah, talk about. without doubt thanks for listening thanks for downloading and subscribing if you haven't then global player uh, download subscribe don't forget to rate us as well that would be lovely we've got some great ratings we have it takes time to create different email addresses trust <laughs> me uh, so uh, thanks for listening and until next time <laughs> until next time take care and we'll see you soon Goodbye. There it is. (laughs) 